Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. Welcome out to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm Nick Nitro. I'm John. And it's been uh, it's been a week or two, but I mean, it's a, a week of rest well-deserved. Yeah. Well-deserved. Well um, I, I can honestly say I'm partied out. I think I can honestly say. Yeah? Yeah. I had, I had a birthday this last weekend, and I've celebrated and partied like <laughs> rock stars. And by rock star, I mean by bowling, and by bowling, I mean throwing my back out. <laughs> not a, at karaoke. Not at karaoke. That's very... You did it at a, doing a manly thing like that. I did, yes, yes. And just for the record, I kicked some ass bowling, <laughs> which it's a very weird thing. Really did. He got in a fight. I did. <laughs> I did. I got in a fight with the pins. That's right. That's right. And you know what? I did it with a pink ball named Nancy. Really? Yes, there was a pink ball there named Nancy. It's the only one that really felt right to me. So, technically, I had fun putting my fingers in Nancy and rolling her down the lane. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, go ahead. No? Wrong? Okay. Uh, my one friend, though, had, had the, uh, a dude abide shirt. My friend, the, the Big Lebowski, uh-huh. had the dude abides on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When I had the first few beers in me, I, that's all I could... I couldn't stop talking about. <laughs> it's like, over the line! Oh, come on, man! The dude's supposed to abide! Not whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was very... I'm sure he loved that for the first five, ten minutes I did that. And then the additional 20. But, uh... But, yeah, it was a good week. Mm-hmm. You, you had a good week, too. We, uh, John came over, we played Castle Crashers. Yeah, that was a fun game. Which, yeah. Which, if, I, if you do not have it, I suggest... You get Xbox Live just for that, and hopefully a few other games. But really, it's just that awesome. It was fun. It was fun. We should do that again, like like mm-hmm. once a month, like have video game day. Yeah, video game day. Just go through and like live. And by the way, Turtles in Time. Yeah. Feels a lot better yeah. than Turtles the Arcade Game because I bought the original Team the with the really crappy graphics. Yeah. On Xbox Live, not as good. Yeah. You like. Control. Well, what one were we playing? Oh, we were we, playing. We were playing the sequel, which oh. was just redone graphics. Yeah, that was fun too. That was fun too, but and, and it was still sort of hard. But at the same time, if you play the arcade game, the nineteen eighty nine version, mm-hmm. ooh, it does <laughs> not hold up well over time. Like honestly, I think Reshelled is a lot better just because they fixed the controls a bit. Yeah. And uh, and the grand, the game's still really short, but mm-hmm. I thought. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's get to uh, voicemail, emails, and Twitter feeds. We have a interesting set of them this week. Uh, Vertigo X of TGD Webcom G TG Take a breath. TGT Webcomics.com <laughs> gave us a plug on his Twitter feed 
Mad props for help on that, while Will's S42 offers us the sound bite on a movie he saw. My G.I. Joe review, effing awesome. He apparently liked it. Yes, he apparently very much loved it. Um, I'm going to say, though, not a big fan of physics and just general things, I, I guess. <laughs> I I saw the movie, too, and it was good, but it, it really had this whole lack of... You know what? I'll put it up there with Evil Dead 2. Yeah? Which I also saw uh, the, yeah, at least recently on the theater for the first time all the way through. It's yeah. like that. Common sense just sort of goes out through the window. <laughs> and, you know, because it's remember that, that Stuff scene. like ice should float, I heard. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It's totally that. They blow up, at some point in the movie, they blow up the ice caps real good. Yeah. And they're going to make them sink. To destroy G.I. Joe. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And apparently, against all odds, the ice caps do that. What was the Phil Collins song? Yes, it is. Against the odds. Take a look, look at, at me, me now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Joe Chan, 1977, in regards to our last bathroom session, King of Wishful Think Thing. Think ping. Think thing. Think ping. Because that's what we say in Scotland. <laughs> King of Wishful Thinking says, Gonna have that song in my head all day now, thanks a heap. Wink, smiley face. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? We're glad that we could help with that. Mm-hmm. It is a good song. It, it is a I great song. I was singing song. it for a couple days afterwards. I was too. And you know what? I, we almost sang it last night at karaoke, but we got, we got yeah. told it was time up. Yeah. So, but, um... I'll get over you. I know I will. By the way, I got, I got a... It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't means very anything like that, but I, uh, Jamie, uh, our mutual uh-huh. friend and yeah. family member yeah. for you. Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. <laughs> she, uh, she's like, why didn't John sing, sing I Echo? saw that too. And I was just like... I, I like, didn't even uh, think of it, actually. I felt bad. I was like, well, if I thought about it, I, I would have asked John to do it. <laughs> I didn't even think of it. I didn't it's... think of it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you listen to the song, yeah, the song doesn't really feel like it has an echo, yeah, until yeah. like towards the end, and then it gets yeah. really yeah. So, but uh, next time we will try to include the echo of <laughs> any song we do. <laughs> yeah, because we're dangerous like that. Um, no, seriously, we will try. Thank you though. Uh, the swear bot let us know. That because uh, apparently I cussed on the good the Twitter feed on Good Bad and Geeky. Uh-huh. It says your birth certificate is an apology from the Common Factory, which I thought that was. So if you curse on Twitter, yeah, someone there's a there's bots out there uh, that will recognize what you're tweeting about and then respond something back to you. Like if you put you know how sometimes if you don't think you spelled something right, you put in parentheses SP question mark. You know, just give a heads up. I'm sorry for not knowing yeah. how to spell. And, well, apparently there's a bot out there that does that, too, that corrected me on my own personal Twitter. DJ Nick Nitro. By the way. Um, I don't have Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I really don't. I know. I know he really does not. I will not give in. You will not give in? Well, the funny thing is... Just uh, like uh, my status on my Facebook will never change. That is hilarious. That is, which, though, ironically, in fact, that is a status. That was the only the time and the only in any time that I will ever change my status. It is true. I had no status but until I changed it, and it said, "I will never change my status ever again on Facebook." That's so funny. And that's it. 
<laughs> but uh, I don't want people stalking me, knowing what I'm doing. Oh yeah. My sister had that happen to her the other day. What? I guess she was talking to somebody, somebody that she hadn't seen for four years since she graduated with high school, and she's like. Hey, are you still dating so and so? And it's the guy she's dating right now. That had, she's been dating for, you know, two years or whatever, and she hasn't talked to this person. She has no idea how she knows. And Lauren's like, "Quit stalking me on Facebook." <laughs> wow. Not to her. She didn't say it like that. But well, yeah. But I mean, so you know. Can be, it's, well, okay. Now, this sounds weird. Yeah. Now I'm gonna now see. I'm gonna put myself in a weird stalker-like issue. But um, I was talking with my mom and dad the other day, and there was this girl that uh, that used to in kindergarten. Uh, well, her name's Joy. That's as far I'm gonna take it. But pretty much, she moved out. But apparently, we were really good friends. But I have like no real memories of her beyond that. Yeah. And I just was looking at your books. I was like, I wonder whatever happened to her. Like it became like a a weird thing. So I just looked it up on there. I was like, uh, I found her on Facebook. I thought so. I was like. Hey, are you the same girl that went to Norwood and we used to be really good friends, like in kindergarten? Mm-hmm. Like I know this sounds really weird, but I just I explained to her what had happened. Look through yeah. your books. She's like, and then she just befriended me. She didn't. She accepted the friend request. But yeah. She asked me to be her friend. Yeah. Because I didn't do that. I thought that would be just really weird. If I did that. <laughs> like out of nowhere, boom! Be yeah. my friend. Yeah. Huckabees. No. Yeah. And so and then we like talked for a bit, and it was yeah. just really bizarre. See, Amanda worries. Because her and Austin, my brother, went to... They were in the same class together. Yeah. And Amanda thinks... Not that she worries about it, but she's she's like, I wonder if people will see my last name change and think that I married Austin. You know, because... Yeah. Same last name. Yeah. And uh, she's just one... You know, someone that she hasn't talked to for a while, or she's going to go to the, the class reunion and be like, I thought you were married to Austin. <laughs> no, I married his brother. <laughs> and, uh, which was Austin got married this past weekend. Yes, how the, yeah, the it was very was, nice. Very nice. It was very nice. I they had a great wedding. Of the of the reception, man. Who who did, who did the cake? The same person that did our cake, actually. It was the same same uh, company. Well, I'll be very honest, and I know this sounds bad, man. When we went to your wedding, like. Uh huh. Everything on the table was so nice, and there was so much crap going on, on the dance floor. Oh, like, sure. So much yeah, fun it's tough to. That I, as a matter of fact, I I never got a piece of cake. Yeah. Just because I was just too busy talking with everybody. Having well, fun. honestly, I I my own wedding cake, I ate maybe two bites. Is that for the pictures and stuff? Uh, yeah. I didn't That's... even need a piece of cake. Well, you I'm not a big a cake sweet. person. I'm not a cake person at all. If we could have had a wedding pie, <laughs> I would have been... That would have been awesome. Or wedding cookies. Wedding cookies? Yeah. You've been all over... Now, wait, what would have been your flavor of pie? Flavor of pie? Oh, man. Oh. Cherry peach? No, I, I would actually probably... It'd probably be like a cream pie. Like chocolate cream. cream oh, chocolate cream. If I were to go fruit, cream. I would either pick blueberry or peach. Blueberry. Ooh, blueberry. Not many people go... Well, that's the thing. Blueberries... What places now? Blueberries probably number are, one. number one fruit pie for me. See that's that's cool because that's not a pie everyone talks about mm-hmm. anymore. At least in, in Ohio, like anytime, like yeah. matter of fact, your your restaurant yeah. serves pie as like a yes. little dessert, and, and we I, have very awesome blueberry pie. The <laughs> thing is, every time I go there, I well maybe it's because I, I focus in on the cherry or peach. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember there being a blueberry. We don't make it a lot because it doesn't blueberry pie doesn't hold up very well. 
okay. if if you bake it and you cut it, it doesn't hold up very well. You have to serve it pretty pretty quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. I did not know that. So but a lot of times we'll just sell it by the whole pie. Do you guys sell whole pies too? Oh yeah. Yeah. I it's coming know. up on pie season. Thanksgiving, we'll sell about a thousand pies. Wow. <laughs> now are they all pumpkin pie or is it about just anything? Everything. Pie? Everything. Yeah. Pumpkin pumpkin pie and. Um, the apple crumb with the cinnamon and sugar. Yeah. Um, streusel on top. That's probably about half. And then... Man. Yeah. But yeah, I, I for the life of me, I, I felt yep. really bad because when we were at your, wed- your guys' right. wedding... I mean, <laughs> the, thing, well, the thing is, I I, did, I think I told you this too. At the way I was like, I asked you, like, who did the cards and everything at the table? Cause, and that ended up being you and Amanda. Yeah, we did. And they looked really nice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the thing is, like, we were either at the table, or we were mm-hmm. up dancing, or we were drinking beer and talking with everybody. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, so I never, and I also, as a matter of fact, I one point, I was like, I need to get cake, because <laughs> I've not it was had good. cake, I've yeah. not had cake tonight. I will, it was good. Um, yeah, but, yeah, they like our cake so much that they... That's the thing, I can't even remember what it looked like. That's, that's all, it's like, I knew it was over there, but I remember, like, we were doing, like, you know... That, yeah, you guys also did that new dance that was, like, really sweeping the nation. I, or, uh, I, don't, I, don't I just know. remember that Jamie was like, we we heard of it, and... Oh, uh, Cleveland Shuffle. The Cleveland Shuffle, and we, we practiced via YouTube. But I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've never even heard of this dance before. Well, we did it at Austin's wedding, too, and, and a lot of people don't know it yet, either. Wow. It was funny because everybody was kind of standing around watching us do it. And hey, man, that that's still pretty cool. Pretty you got you got that synchronized. And, yeah. and Austin's a good dancer. Dude yeah. is freaking yeah. Sweet. Well, congratulations, Austin. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was a good time. That was. That, it I didn't nice. mess up my speech, so I was happy about that. You mess up, you, is it on YouTube yet, or is it not or, yet? They, the they got the they got the video. I think um, I asked you they'll this have Thursday. to. Yeah, they'll have yeah. to uh, edit it out. Yeah, edit it out. Or edit it out of the video <laughs> on the, whatever. No, I know. I'm just give you crap, man. This is like the entire wedding except for John's speech. <laughs> no, I, I heard it. Was, I heard it was nice though. Yeah, it was, it was nice. a good speech. Um, and we usually have a promo done for this, but because I don't really care right now, um, we'll just talk about it because it's easier. We've had about four or five contest uh, entries so far, which have been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we're running a contest. If you go on our main page, gbgpodcast.com, there is a contest where um, if you just listen to a voicemail, which will lead into our next little mention, yeah. uh, if you listen to this voicemail we got, and you, we have no idea what the lady was saying. So all you got to do is try to transcribe it and tell us what you think she's saying, whether <laughs> it be something funny, something very serious, Whatever, and then put in your name, your email, and what DVD you want from our prize pack. And if we'll discuss it on the next week's episode, the 100th episode, we'll discuss it on the show live via the Ustream. Excuse me. And whoever one we choose will be the one which will win. Which will win, yeah. (laughs) And uh, speaking of voicemails, we've gotten a lot of voicemails this week. And I played it for John, Mm -hmm. and... uh, I should rephrase that. We got a lot of voicemails this week, but they don't really pertain to us. They don't really pertain to us. And while it was funny last time, and it would still sort of be funny this time. It's getting old, people. It's getting old. Matter of fact, I think we might have to... Well, you know what? Let's, just for the sake of of shits and giggles, Mm -hmm. let's just play, like, if you would call our number. Yeah. Like, let's, let's let them listen to what they would hear. Yeah. If you... So... Because I, I am thoroughly baffled about that's Skype, okay? Because we have our thing through Skype, and all right, I'm gonna play it right here. 
I'm Nick Petro. And I'm John. And you've reached the voicemail of the good, the bad, and the geeky. Have a juicy scoop or news item, a comment on one of our previous shows. What about a comment or song suggestion for the good, the bad, and geeky bathroom sessions on YouTube? Leave us your name and your message, and we may play it back on the show. Thanks for listening. Now... I thought that was pretty clear-cut. Pretty self-explanatory. But yeah, that this is not Freedom Way. Not Freedom <laughs> Way. Has nothing to do with Freedom Way. Yeah. There was no discussion of freedom or a way to freedom. Yeah. Or freedomway.net, a net you can catch yourself on, or insurance or investments. We have no idea where this is coming from. Well, we do. It's from freedomway.net. Yeah. They have their number on there. Now... On their website, yeah. Yeah. I put on... I, I sent them a nice little message saying, hey... Will you please remove it? Maybe legal action might be involved because seriously, this is getting a bit much. <laughs> um, did you yeah, I did. Because cool. well, I mean seriously, what's the? Yeah. It it, it it ruins our professionalism. What little of it we have, <laughs> by the way. And you know, I mean, come on. So so I mean, we might have to re-record that for for a bit. Like I don't know. That just just to say, so hey, like, this, this not is not freedom, freedom way. If you think this is freedom way, well, guess what? They're probably a scam. Because the thing is, the guy that owns the business does check out from Ohio. Yeah, I can't find any other information on beyond that, but he's from Ohio and he's been listed as an investor. So yeah. there has to at one point he was a sound businessman or something. I don't know, hmm. but um, yeah, very weird stuff. But uh, if you would like to leave us a voicemail pertaining to the show. With nothing to do with Freedom Way or investments of some sort, then uh, give us a call at our voicemail, 614-364-4088. Um, or you can reach us at our Twitter feed at twitter.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Or if you're already on Twitter right now, uh, put uh, the at symbol goodbadgeeky. Or you can email us at goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. Or what else can they do, John? They can go to our website, gbgpodcast.com, and click on the Contact Us link and uh, leave us a message via that route. Yeah, and actually that's a little bit easier because it does all the emailing for you. It, yeah. yeah. So it's, I, I, you know, that's a lot easier. So if you're lazy like me, you know, you don't like to, oh, God, I have to go up to my email address and just put that <laughs> in and there you go. Got to get on the internet. Get on the internet. Mm-hmm. Actually, on the iPhones, you can just, you know, that's another easy way. You just click on there and fill it out via your iPhone yeah. or i application or iTouch or whatever. Um, so, News. Um, now, I had this done, because initially we were going to do the show Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. There is no, literally nothing of interest has been, except for Inglorious Bastards, yeah. was number one at the box office. There really has, beyond that, been nothing new. Yeah. So, um, this information is still current as it was a few days ago, but... Uh, well, see, they knew that we weren't going to report any new stuff. So. I know. See, the world does revolve around us because we are yeah. important. Uh, Grey's Anatomy star Eric Dane, uh, apparently he's not, he's McSteamy and not McDreamy or something. I don't know. Who's yeah, him. that guy. Eric Dane is in an internet-based porn video, cavorting naked with wife Rebecca Gayhart, a former beauty queen and alleged Hollywood madam named mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Panici. I tried looking for that video, <laughs> and I cannot find it, and it makes me sad. You probably take it down already. They probably did. Well, the thing is, is like, apparently, you, you gotta give it that way. Now, see, Dane, you gotta give it this way. Dane knows how to do it right. Because if you're going to get caught in a porn video, you'd make sure your wife's a part of it. Yeah. Because, because the, and that also, that means that his wife likes to get freaky with other women. I was going to say, because there's another person involved. That, and you know what? At first, for the most part, I bet he doesn't have to do anything. He just sits in the corner and just... He probably does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's taking the easy route. 
But the thing is, I've also learned is because <laughs> of all the hoopla regarding this, they're, they're saying the big thing about this is, um, which it's been a prevailing thing, which is who gets ownership of the video. Because remember how Paris had a video and got... Well, the thing is, if someone else owns the camera and owns the tape... Yeah. That means they have permission to... Do, do what the, they want with yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, so this, I know this, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, okay, say, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and his wife. Say, Arnold owns the tape, but his wife owns the camera. If yeah. the way I read this correctly on, on, I think it's the Hollywood Reporter, uh, when they were discussing that, they were saying that if the video leaked, if Shriver linked the video and Arnold didn't, and Arnold wants the video to be hush hush. Sure. Because she owns, it's like 50 50. Because you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if someone else filmed and shot it, they have every right to publish that and do whatever they want with it, even though the other people are w- the willing participants of the video, which I find to be a little disturbing, which... Yeah. So, people out there in Hollywood, be ready for your own <laughs> porn close-up, because make sure that you record, you own the tape, you own everything, because I'm just saying, if not, going to be some problems. Um... <laughs> Comic book fans got a little bit of a uh, surprise this last weekend, in a good way and also a bad way. Good way for comic creators, bad way for, I guess, the character. Yeah. The ruling over owning, owning the rights of Superman, uh, Jerry Siegel's family estate won some of the rights back. The court ruled, for the most part, that the Siegel successfully recaptured most of the works at issue, including the, those first weeks of daily Superman strips, as well as the key sections of early action comics and Superman comics. What that means, though, is the Seagulls, repped by Warner's nemesis Mark Toberoff, and that's from the Hollywood Report. I don't even know why he's the nemesis. Yeah. Apparently, he schemes daily with his mustache to just to thwart DC. <laughs> um, now controls depictions of Superman's origins from the planet Krypton, his parents Jor-El and Laura, Superman as an infant, the launching of baby Superman into space, and the landing on Earth in a fiery crash. Um, but Warner's DC, though, still owns the other elements, including Superman's ability to fly, the term kryptonite, the villain Lex Luthor, Jimmy Olsen, and some of Superman's powers. So pretty much what that means is if they do another, like, for right, right now, if say they reboot the Superman franchise, yeah, they cannot have the origin unless they pay the Siegel family. Really? Yep. Hmm. Which means they would have to pay a boatload of money yeah. to the Siegel estate for just even using the idea of Superman, um... Jor-El, Laura, Superman as an infant, any of that stuff. But they own Kryptonite, Lex Luthor, Jimmy Olsen, his ability to fly. Because if you don't, if you remember correctly, um, Superman didn't fly originally. He didn't? Could, no, he could run really fast. I I forget what it was. It's in, I, I have a booklet. When you got Superman Returns, there's like a little gray booklet, like a special edition. Yeah. It tells you like of all the different origins that Superman's have had. Superman has had. And I never knew that. I'm a comic book fan, but it was really sort of a shock to the system when I read that. Like, he could run really fast and do something else. It was really sort of weird. Um, but, uh, it was bizarre. <laughs> uh, Steve Harvey, uh, one of the uh, kings of comedy, joins Good Morning America. His first report was to air uh, this previous Wednesday. Um, so he's on Good Morning America as yeah, a report? Yeah, apparently he has like around 14 bits. 14 huh. aired segments he's, he's going to do which is just bizarre and, and awesome <laughs> sorry a little pop break there uh this is sort of bummer news in a way but uh Robert Downey Jr. is out of the DreamWorks animated film Ubermine um although Brad Pitt and Will Ferrell's in Ubermine is a film about a villain who uh, kills in the first 15 minutes his ne- nemesis, a good yeah. two shoes, and now he doesn't know what to do with himself because he has no <laughs> he has no nemesis. 
And so then, when someone else steps up to start doing evil plans, eviler than him, he has to step up and become a good guy. And Robert Downey Jr. supposedly was supposed to play the, the bad guy, Uberman, yeah. Ubermind. And Brad Pitt was supposed to was, was rumored for a while to be yeah. a superhero. And then now apparently Will Ferrell is now the bad guy. Okay. Which really? Yeah, the Brad Pitt fishy sign sounds really funny to me, but the Will Ferrell huh. part, I, I don't know. I'm torn on. But the thing is that is even though it's said to do, do, be due to scheduling, Downey Jr. is now rumored to be taking up the reins of the Lestat the Vampire from the Anne Rice books. Okay. Which I think that would be awesome. As a matter of fact, I don't think Robert Downey Jr. could do no wrong right now. Like, even if the movie collectively is bad, he would more than likely still come out like like a gem. Right. I mean, right. Diamond in the Rough, the dude's really talented. Like, he really brings it so... Yeah. Because, did you watch Queen of the Damned? That was a horrible movie. Uh-uh. Horrible movie. You know, I love Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Um... James Vanderbilt, he was the screenwriter of Darkness Falls, Basic the Rundown, and the first draft of Spider-Man Fair, 4, Fair, Spider-Man Fair, is already on board to script Spider-Man 5 and Spider-Man 6, even if Sam Raimi, Tony McGuire, and Kirsten Dunst aren't signed to 5 and 6. What is odd is that Vanderbilt turned in his screenplay for Spider-Man 4, but Sam Raimi had David Lindsay Abair, uh, who did Robots and Inkheart, and Gary Ross, who, who did Big Dave and directed and wrote Seabiscuit. Um, rewrite the script, which further hints that Raimi and crew may be out for five and six, which I think is a little weird. And it also conflicts that four and five was going to be shot back to back. Yeah. Which, personally, I would think they should just shoot four and five back to back, but um, mm-hmm. you know, Raimi has to do what he has to do. Because I'm, again, one of those people that firmly believes that, like, if I honestly ever met Sam Raimi, I would I would try to be nice as possible. <laughs> no matter what, it's going to come like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, backhand. But no, it's not going. It's not going to be backhand. It's going to be an insult. Which is, please tell me that ultimately, at the end of the day, it was the studio's fault for Spider-Man Three. That's the only thing I want to ask him, mm-hmm. because I, I truly believe the studio had to interfere. There were reports of it, yeah. and then of course they. It's like GI Joe. Supposedly, the the test scores for GI Joe were absolutely horrible, but then the film ended up being a hit. Yeah, and Steven Summers got fired. But of course, if you talk to him about it, like, oh no, there was no problems, no nothing at all. Sure. So it's just one of those things. Like, I just want to ask him, say, hey man, I love your work because I, I truly have to believe it's not Raimi's fault. And I've, I think almost hmm. every four episodes involves me saying that on this show. But I, yeah. I just can't. I, I have to believe that. I, I have <laughs> hope for a brighter tomorrow. Hmm. Okay. Enough of Spider Man. All right. Let's go on to. Uh comedian Patton Oswald. He's uh, joining the cast of Sci-Fi's upcoming drama series, Caprica, as a recurring character. Which, I, I saw the pilot for Caprica. It yeah. was actually intriguing, and it's Patton Oswald. I know. I, I like Patton Oswald. He's funny. Oh, he, he cracks me up. <laughs> he, uh, I didn't realize this, he's one of the voices on, one of the bad guys on Kim Possible. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays a bad guy who, if I remember correctly, he, he always talks like this! Like he's like a German, like a German, like huh. crazy bad guy or Austrian, yeah. and apparently someone stole his device that, and they made a lot of money off of it. So he wants to just get his name back, and like for what a genius he is. The only problem yeah. is that he does it by stealing things, and so it's for <laughs> yeah. He doesn't really truly really grasp that, and like most of the time ends up like if he's not the main bad guy, ends up one of the other main bad guys is stealing something from him, and he just wants it back. Yeah, and it ends up probably something being something that he stole. Huh. So he could clear his good name, which is just <laughs> ludicrous. Anyway. 
Uh, American Idol news. Paula Abdul has been voted off. Yay! One step closer to the death nail. <laughs> I can finally hear the coffin lid being closed. Now we yeah. just need a few more nails. Uh, but there are reports that Victoria Beckham, uh, who was in the Spice Girls, yes, um, they she might be joining as a judge on the show. I think she was Sporty Spice. Victoria Beckham? Uh huh. Mm. Wasn't she? Spo- she was posh. She was she posh? Yes. Who's Sporty? Not her. <laughs> Best response ever. <laughs> oh. Um, let's see here. And Paul, another Paul Abdul uh, news. She'll be doing a guest spot on Ugly Betty. No, she won't. I guess. No. Oh, really? No, no. I just, fa- I just remember this. I, I guess oh. something did change, and in, in those three days, and this is the only thing that really was the Kristen Thomas, who was in Third Rock from the Sun. Played the lieutenant yeah. that was all, you know, manly-like. Yeah. She's the one. She took her place. Apparently, the oh. ABC worked out another deal for Abdul, yeah. but they're not releasing what it is just yet. Oh. So, that was a little bit of a change there. Um, Let's see here. Dancing with the Stars. Another uh, one of those reality-type shows. Um, some of the contestants have been announced. Uh, they include tabloid figure Aaron Carter, former supermodel Kathy Ireland, and former Dallas Cowboy Michael Irvin. At one point, when did Aaron Carter's career sink that low from being a Backstreet Boy that he's now listed as tabloid figure? I don't know. He didn't do anything else. I guess. Um. <laughs> Man. And Kathy yeah. Ireland should be interesting because... I, mean, I just remember Kathy Ireland had a smoking hot body. <laughs> and then when she opened her mouth, she sounded like a weird cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was hot though. Um, uh, this next news kind of makes me makes me not care less. Have you ha- have you seen a movie recently at all? Like in general, huh? at AMC. Have you seen a movie in, in AMC general, oh, general no. in the last few weeks? Not in the they theater, start showing no. a, a sketch, a video sketch for fucking Jay Leno show. Oh yeah. Oh god, it's well. It, I, I really honestly believe if it was somebody else, I probably would have laughed. But just because yeah. it's Jay Leno, I just could not stomach. Yeah. It was bad. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, the first guest on the on the show has been announced that it will be Jerry Seinfeld. You know, another big whoop. I used to really like Seinfeld. Yeah. I think a part of me still sort of does. But oh, the, yeah. But minus his 30 Rock appearance, I, I'm just sort of burnt out. <laughs> now, I do want to see him on... Uh, Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Have you have you heard about that? Uh-uh. Right, I think we reported it like a few like three weeks ago when it was like rumored is yeah. uh, they're doing a Seinfeld reunion on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh really? Because Larry David created the, yeah, yeah, created yeah. the show. Yeah. Well, apparently that he said this is the closest we're ever going to get to it. Cause, but apparently in the show Larry wants to do a, a Seinfeld reunion, <laughs> so he gets all of them back to do it, and they built rebuilt the sets and everything. Yeah. And at, have you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? It's I have to be in a really weird mood to watch the show yeah. to enjoy it. Amanda's a huge fan of it, and but we don't have HBO, so she'll she'll rent the seasons from the library, and we'll just sit and watch seasons it, it, when it, we have them. And I will say if you if it was very it's, it's very good. Jeff I, I, oh me. my gosh, <laughs> what season did we just watch? We just watched the one where I think it was the most recent one where a black family moves in with them. Yes. That was isn't that isn't that, isn't that the season where they end up getting at the end of it get divorced? Yeah, yeah. Because I think the well they do then they get back and then well they get well the thing funny thing is is that 
the uh, there was one. I don't know if it was the last season or the season before that. There was one where there is the, the producers, mm-hmm. where Mel Brooks and Anne Bancroft, God rest her soul, they Mel Brooks created the producers, and the plot of the producers is if you make a bad play, Broadway play, you reap yeah. a lot of the benefits. Not, yeah. Well, my problem is. Mel Brooks and Anne Bancroft apparently are tired of doing the producers, so <laughs> they want to get somebody, since Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane are quitting, they want yeah. somebody completely different that will ruin the musical so they can get even more money than they have now, because apparently it's breaking even enough now, it's not reaping in huge money that they just want to retire for good, Yeah. and so they go, who's one person that will just ruin the musical? Larry David. So they get Larry David as, was it Max Ballystock or whatever? Yeah. And they get David Schwimmer as their guy. And apparently David Schwimmer steals his watch. And so, as a matter of fact, the best thing is, is that Jerry, I think it was the yeah. first time Jerry did a cameo on the show. Jerry apparently went to Broadway to see him perform. Mm-hmm. And like, true to form, halfway through, Larry just snaps on stage and starts belittling everything. Yeah. And then halfway through, people start getting up. And even Jerry Simon was like, Horrified, like giving a horrified look, like, oh my god, don't do this, Larry, what are you doing? <laughs> His wife's in the audience, if kind of like, oh yeah. god, suicide. And Mel Brooks and Anne Brink are like counting the, oh, awesome. <laughs> At the very end of it, though, after his little diatribe, he looks around, realizes, it's like he re- remembers where he is. Yeah. And he's just like, and then he makes it like it's a part of the act. <laughs> and then, uh, then everybody, it, 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 apparently it becomes even bigger with Larry David than it was with Matthew Brock. <laughs> Jeez. And so, and so at the end of it, it's it's Mel Brooks, and, and like in the like in the producers, they they leave thinking they won. Uh-huh. They come back in, and it's like a roaring applause. <laughs> and like people have like ordered tickets in advance for the next two weeks, which oh, hasn't happened. Geez. Yeah, it was, it was so funny. That was like, and apparently, I love Richard Lewis too. Yeah, yeah, he kills me on that show, and Ted Danson and yeah. everybody on it's they're they're it's really classic. Good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see where we have next. Uh, Reno 911 won't be answering emergency calls anymore. As Comedy Central has canceled the mockumentary series after six seasons. Yeah, I, I'm for one, I'm sorry. I, I never got into Reno 911. I didn't, neither did I. And the thing is, I like the state. Like, all the actors in the state, Thomas Ian, like, I do like Thomas Lennon. Yeah. Thomas Lennon is the guy who was an I Love You Man and played Doug. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you're such a whore, Peter. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. He... And I don't want to see him in short shorts anyway. Yeah, that's just yeah. weird. Uh, the Times reported that NBC Universal, Time Warner, News Corp, Viacom, CBS, Discovery, and Walt Disney are planning to launch their own system in September that combines linear and digital viewings. Viewing networks, particularly broadcasters, have been frustrated by declining Nielsen ratings as viewers have increasingly used time-shifting DVRs and watched content online. I mean, it makes sense that they'd be upset, but... Well, I would, too. The problem is is that, and Nikki Finn said this, is that eventually, at some point, mm-hmm. you know, that's like a fox guarding the the, the, uh, the, 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 the hen house. Yeah. Just going, oh, the, the chickens are fine. Yeah. yeah. You're not, you're fucking eating all the chickens. Yeah. I don't know, that's... <laughs> well, uh, Nielsen released a long-as-hell statement... <laughs> Long short. What? I don't know. Basically saying that the Times article is partially misleading. Partially. And that they are in talks looking for constructive criticism on how they do gathering of numbers for the shows. I should have added a comment there. I, I realize yeah. that now. Looking back, I would have done <laughs> that. But, uh, no, I mean, that pretty much... That but that was the other thing, too. Like, Nielsen really is this really long, like, mm-hmm. kiss-ass I statement. Think- 
I think in a way, I think they're just, I mean, you know, they're just pissed that DVRs and online are, are taking away from their advertising money. <laughs> well, what, the uh, television networks or? Mm-hmm. Well, I think part of it is too, but I think, I think part of it is, is that the network, the thing is the network is I don't, a business. I, don't, I mean, they care about ratings, sure, but. It, when people can't see their advertising also, it True. makes them upset too. Because even if a show is bad, they still got, have gotten paid for the advertising. But I guess if they've gotten paid, I, you know, I guess they don't really well, care if people see it. But Well, in terms of business aspect, the studios are looking at like it. Because it really, it's like we did in that song. It really, it comes down to, it's just business. Yeah. Like, their business is entertaining people, but the business side of it is, is that if they don't get enough viewers... The show can't keep going. Yeah. And a perfect example of this is, uh, and, and it's not just because we're a huge advocate of the show. Well, partly it is because we would follow the numbers week per week. But Eli Stone, mm-hmm. the last episode that they aired back before it got mm-hmm. pretty much into no man's land there for a bit, aka Death Sentence. Yeah. The last episode aired got really low ratings on normal TV. DVR, though, it was the highest DVR recorded program of like half the week. The problem is Nielsen doesn't count that. Yeah. So, from a studio standpoint, you're making a product, and these other figures are showing that you're making that you are people are watching it. But yeah. then you have Nielsen saying no, people aren't watching that. Yeah. So you get conflicting things, and so part of it, and also is it costs money to keep a show. Once a show's been after five years, after after 100 episodes, then the show becomes more of a hurt to yeah. you, unless it has amazing ratings. Right. But if it's not up to 100 episodes, because uh, at that point, syndication can kick in, which you can get a little bit more extra money, but to produce new episodes, mm-hmm. you'll be hurting a bit because then people have been around so long, you have to pay them more. But before that, I, I'm just estimating from following TV land for so long right. that to start a new show, to create a new thing out, but you have to build sets, you have to hire new people, right. it ends up being a lot of rigmarole for a pilot because then once you make the pilot, which costs like a lot of money, like, I think the Lost Pilot was godly unheard of to mm-hmm. shoot. But then after that, like, each episode was really minimally a lot less to shoot per episode. Sure. So, you know, that ends up costing some studios more money to shoot. And there are, like, what, over 100, 200 pilots that are shot every year, and only, like, maybe 5 to 10 make it per network? Yeah. So that's a lot of money going down the tube. Yeah. So I'm just saying, hypothetically, I mean, I understand where the studios are coming from. I understand, but... I, well, I also just don't like Nielsen. Yeah. Because... Nielsen, for all we know, that Niels, Nielsen could be fucking putting... Because what was it? I heard this was a rumor that was true. Half of uh, Paul Reiser's family were Nielsen people. Yeah. Well, if you... Like, a lot and a lot of people don't have fond memories about Mad About You anymore. Like, it was an Emmy darling, but beyond that, no one liked the show. Yeah. That yeah. I can remember. Yep. And that show ran for, what, like 12 years? Oh my gosh, long time. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Um, let's see, where the hell are we? Oh. Uh, TNT is renewing the show Hawthorne RN. Which? I don't know. I never uh, watched uh, it. Uh, uh, Alright, um, Fox is, uh, oh wait, no, they're not canceling it. <laughs> well, technically it did, but. Did it? Yeah. Okay, well, King of the Hill, which is on Fox, is going to bow out after 13 seasons with an hour-long finale on Sunday, September 13th at 8 p.m. The good news is they were canceled once and they got brought back for one more season. So, technically, oh. but, but right after they were brought back, after the first episode aired of the season, 
they apparently were given the cancel notice. Gotcha. So it's just like technically they were brought back to I think oh, rapping. Say, you can't cancel me. I quit. <laughs> I didn't throw my back out during karaoke. I threw it out during bowling. Yeah, that's the <laughs> ticket. Um, Friday Night Lights has scored an up-and-coming actor, Michael B. Jordan, not the basketball player. Yeah, every place that's reported that has said, not the basketball player. I'm like... <laughs> and uh, Lip- Lipstick Jungle's Matt Loria. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who they are. Okay. Um, Louis Black will be joining Big Bang Theory as a guest star role. Which I cannot wait for that. <laughs> I love Big Bang Theory, and he is awesome. Mm-hmm. Louis Black is awesome. Funny. So uh, we'll uh, we'll take a break right after this, and uh, we'll come back with a couple reviews. A couple reviews and a, and, a, and a topic, or maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll who figure knows? it out. We'll Monday through Sunday, yo. 
Maybe I'll love you one day. Maybe we'll someday grow. Till then, just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho. I know you for me, baby. I think I'll put you too. I think I love you, baby. I think I love you too. I'm here to save you, girl. Come be in Shady's world. I wanna grow together. Let's let our love unfurl. You know you for me, baby. You know I'll put you too. They call me Superman. I'm here to rescue you. I wanna save you, girl. Come be in Shady's world. You I'm not faced. I hang around big stars all day. I don't see what the big deal is anyway. You're just plain old Marshall to me. Ooh yeah, girl, run that game. Haley Jade, I love that name. Love that tattoo. What's that say? Rotten pieces. Uh, that's great. First off, you don't know Marshall at all, so don't grow partial. That's ammo for my arsenal. I slap you off that barstool. There goes another lawsuit. Leave handprints all across you. Good loaded. You must be going off that water bottle. You want what you can't have. Who girl that's too damn bad? Don't touch what you can't grab. End up with two back hands. Put anthrax on a tampax and slap you till you can't stand. Girl, you just blew your chance. Don't mean you ruin your plans. But I do know one thing, no. Bitches, they come, they go. Saturday through Sunday, Monday. Monday through Sunday, yo. Maybe I'll love you one day. Maybe we'll someday grow. Till then, just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho. I know you for me, baby. I think I'll put you too. I think I love you, baby. I think I love you, too. I'm here to save you, girl. Come be in Shady's world. I wanna grow together. Let's let our love unfurl. You know you for me, baby. You know I'll put you, too. They call me Superman. I'm here to rescue you. I wanna save you, girl. Come be in Shady's world. All right, and we're back. I want to apologize in advance if I burp. I can, you know, you get the burp like right here in your uh, in your esophagus. I can feel it's going to be coming. That was like waiting 30 seconds and nothing was happening. So I apologize in advance. Mid-sentence if you throw up all over the microphone. (laughs) Uh, Wait, wait, uh uh-oh. No, that was weak. Yeah. There's still some more in there. I just want (laughs) to apologize in advance. So um, we saw... uh, We'll do funny people first that way because it's more one side on this. But uh, I saw funny people for my birthday. That's one. I I wanted to go see funny people. And uh, since I was really behind in that, (laughs) which is odd for me usually. But uh, if you go in thinking it's going to be a funny movie, you're not going to like it. You're going to hate the movie. (sighs) Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yay. I know I'm gonna leave that in because this show's live, <laughs> not edited at all. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it, it's it's like I thought there were parts that were really funny. Yeah. But it's not really meant to be a purely funny movie. It's more like a a, com- a drama with some comedy thrown in. Okay. Because I mean, the guy is gonna die, and there's yeah. also talk of divorce and you know, sure, extramarital affairs, and yeah, you know, it really, it, you know, working with someone who. At least as a lo- is a local celebrity, 
I related to it on a bunch of different levels and yeah. everything and um, like working with someone who you consider to be a hero and then realizing they're a horrible human being um, <laughs> yeah it, it's just and, and it's just really it was just really for me powerful but at the same time I know a lot of people are expecting a normal Judd Apatow Apatow ah I corrected myself though I knew I was going to say it wrong. Apatow. 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 Yay. Watch it. I still fuck it up if I say it again. Uh, but apparently they were expecting like 40-year-old version funny, and it's not that at all. Like, yeah. when they do some of the comedy bits, it's funny. Sure. But, um, no. I heard there's some guy in there, he's like an Indian guy or something. Uh, that does oh, some stand-up. Or, I don't know. Apparently a lot of it got cut out. Oh. See, that's what... It's uh, Aziz, 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 the guy from Parks and Recreation. Okay. Um, who plays the Indian guy on there? Yeah, obviously. Uh, uh, yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the Chinese guy, actually. It's Rashida Jones, in all honesty. <laughs> but no, 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 I'm sorry, Rashida. I, uh, you're actually a doll and adorable. I would never. I, I don't really care for him too much because uh-huh. he played Ed on Scrubs. It's like, eh, he's not not funny. It's just yeah, something about him. I, saw, me. I was watching something. I think it was Comedy Central, and they were showing some clips from the movie. But I think uh, they might have been showing some of the things that were cut out and well, I thought they were pretty funny supposedly they actually did shot things where they were asked to write their own material okay maybe that's what I was watching and Judd helped them out but they, they shot it like a, they would actually shoot like a full comedy show yeah yeah excuse me there it was again and uh, they would and apparently one of the things that he did or his character did was he would go out there and he would just remember the night professor uh, Dave Chappelle played a guy it's almost like he just goes what up motherfuckers yeah. Fuckers! Fuckers! And, like, the more he said it, for some reason, people just kept laughing. And that's pretty much what his show was. Like, because HBO, they actually show, like, an hour of it. Yeah. Or 45 minutes of it. And it's mostly about him and Seth Rogen and the girl oh. in the movie. But his, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what he does. He went up there and he's like, I got my balls sucked. And she didn't suck them right. She sucked them too long. 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 And he had a DJ behind it. It really wasn't funny. But huh. because he was so bad at, at how it was presented, yeah, yeah. that in itself became funny. And I think that was the joke. Huh. But you don't see that in the movie, thank God. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's, the stuff where he didn't do that was actually really funny. Because apparently he is a real stand-up comic. Uh-huh. Which I did not know that. Oh, no. But uh, I feel sort of bad for saying all that stuff now. Like, I feel like I've overstepped my own bounds of saying dirty things on this show I feel really bad um, matter of fact if the person who's watching on the Ustream walked away and just listening to the audio and they just heard us say that they're just like what in the dear god is going on um, seriously if you've seen comedy shows like that especially on like a, a deaf comedy jam or something yeah. just somebody goes out there and starts screaming obscenities or just keeps repeating a word Th- make, matter of fact in the movie they actually show that he does do that where he says it. It doesn't get a laugh, so he just keeps saying it mm-hmm. until people start laughing. And you're just like, eh. yeah. yeah. But um, beyond that, the movie was was was. I thought it was good. My dad thought it was okay. My mom absolutely hated it because they, it was their treat to me. Since I, apparently I've not seen it yet, they were like, "Well, what do you want to do this morning? We'll, we'll treat you." And I said, "I want to see funny people, and I want to go to Bob Evans because I want some pie." <laughs> delicious pie tonight's a show about pie it is delicious show of pie <laughs> delicious pie anyway so we also saw another sort of Judd Apatow movie uh, well, I Love You Man though, was it? it's not really but it was yeah. his little crew yeah 
Um, it was I Love You Man, which yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, it was your movie. It's well, it was my movie. Well, thing is, I got like a day or so before, and I, I don't. Oh, think really? I, I thought it. you'd had it before. Okay. No, it literally just came out like I think oh. August 18th. So I, the Blu-ray, uh, as a review of the Blu-ray, it's really nice. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, the gag reel, deleted scenes, extended scenes, it's really funny. Yeah. But uh, what did you think of it? I thought it was really good. I thought we were laughing. I thought it was. It was funny. I, I, mean, I, I did feel a little ex- 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 elitist when the, the lost joke. I, I really... I did, it. too. I, I was like, I can understand that that now. <laughs> she wants to know what's in the hatch. <laughs> she wants to know what's in the hatch. What's going on? But uh, another thing is, too, is that it didn't get too... Uh, it, it felt very real. Yeah, I... It didn't feel like the 40-year-old version where it was like almost a bit extremist. Like, Yeah. Like, there's a part of that that's almost surreal. Mm-hmm. Like, there are probably people out there that are 40-year-old versions, but God love them. Yeah. It was, it kind of was like 40-year-old version, but the guy wasn't a virgin. Yeah, and it it really was, like, he, like, and you know, you can He know got people, along well with females, and... There, uh, he, he, it's not he didn't get along well with male friends, it's just that yeah, he he's just, always been a woman guy. Yeah. So he focuses on that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you know people that are like that. Yeah. And so it's really weird, you know, to see the interaction. And the Jobin thing kills me. That that uh-huh. always kills me. The Jobin. Yeah. Yeah, because after because he calls him Pistol Pete in the movie. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "All right, Jobin, it was nice hanging out tonight." I'm, I'm sorry, Pete, you're, you're confusing me. Uh, Jobin, what did, what did I say? <laughs> like, like he doesn't even know what he said. <laughs> that was like that was my favorite thing because I think everybody does that once in a while. Like, they're just, they can't think of anything to say, uh-huh. and they just say something that just does not fucking make <laughs> sense, and then when they're done saying it, they're like, I have no idea what I just said. Yeah. That was, that killed no, me. I thought, I thought it was good. And John Favreau was yeah. killing me. He's killing me. Apparently, there's an alternate line when they're at the uh, the, the engagement dinner, uh-huh. where apparently when he walks up, he's like, so, uh, you got a piano? And he's talking to him about it. And apparently, the scene ends initially with him walking back, like our table. Uh, we're not ready yet. And he goes, "Oh, I'm, that's cool, man. That's cool." So, uh, are you sure? Why did the decorator put it there? And he's like, "Listen, I don't want to be your friend. I want to talk to you. I don't really don't like knowing you. Please leave me alone." <laughs> uh, and he like shifts the toothpick back. And so it just seems like really hardcore badass. Yeah, John Favreau was awesome. <laughs> Everybody was awesome. That even like uh, Thomas Lennon was. You're a whore, Peter. Yep. Yeah, that was a good movie. That was that was a good movie, but um, all right. So, uh, I was going to put this in the news thing, but I thought we could talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Cameron, the guy who did Titanic and Aliens and Terminator, uh, he's been doing this movie Avatar. That's been really matter of fact. There was a preview Friday, free preview, an IMAX screen supposedly, and a lot of people left feeling underwhelmed. Yeah, with what. Because apparently he's been working on this since Titanic. Really? Yeah. And they said a lot of people felt like he was watching a video game come to life. Which, that's probably not what he wants to hear. Yeah. But uh, but pretty much, the way I read the article on The Hollywood Reporter, apparently he made this big statement saying, we need to get TVs in 3D. And I'm just like, I don't really understand the point of that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, what's the, like, what's the purpose? And it almost feels like... They're using the adage to make money, you gotta spend money, uh-huh. and because it's, it's right now Fox, who I think is producing Avatar, they're the one that's making a big deal. Like we should, in Panasonic, are like we should push the move, we should push it, mm-hmm. 3D TVs everywhere. They'll enhance the experience. I'm like, yeah, but it's really more of a gimmick right now. Like it, yeah. it works. Like 
don't get me wrong, I loved Caroline and Up and uh, Coraline, sorry. Coraline and Up in 3D. But, you know, I have the 3D version at home, and it has those really horrible... Apparently that's what he wants to do. He wants to make the TVs available so you can get, like, the normal... Like movie theater shades, and but that almost everything is 3D though. Yeah, yeah. But I don't understand what the point is. It almost it's like because Avatar will not do well on home theater, probably because it's it's made for a 3D as a 3D film. Yeah. He just, they're trying to spend money to make TVs that are 3D. That's what it feels yeah, like, that's... and I don't. I mean, do you think 3D is just a gimmick, or I mean, still today, or do you think? I, mean, I did. Yeah, I do. I, 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 I mean, I yeah, there's certain movies that I'm sure are a lot cooler in 3D, but... At the end know, of the day, it, it, it depends on if the movie's good or not. Yeah, I mean, it... I don't know. There's... Yeah, there's certain movies that you can watch in 3D, but only those certain movies. It's not like, if, you get, if I get a 3D TV, does that mean that everything that is played on it is going to be converted into 3D? Suppose... Uh, I think so. See, like, I don't really have any desire to watch Schindler's List in the 3D. Or, oh, you no, know, I... or something, you know. Uh, definitely, maybe, or, like, you've got mail. There's no yeah, need, there's there's, no need, there's to, no see need to see it. I mean, I guess if you have your choice, but then, if you have your choice, why? I, I don't I, I don't know. I don't See, I don't really understand the, the concept of that either. Because the thing is, also, you still have to wear glasses. Yeah. So technically, like, uh, I saw, I think I finally saw, I think I did finally see Up in 2D. Or no, mm-hmm. no, no, I saw Ice Age in 3D, and I saw Ice Age in 2D. The 3D was really cool, and it really did make you feel like it was right there, like playing out in front of you. Yeah. But the 2D, you lose a little bit of the color because the, the the hues of the glasses make you lose some of the saturate. It saturates some of the color. Yeah. So the film looks a lot better without the without the glasses. Yeah. So that would be the same thing at home, and I mean I don't know. Like a lot of people are thinking that 3D is the next wave. And That's what they thought and. Uh... Well, that's the thing the on the 50s. Fi- fi- well, they thought that in the 50s up until like the 80s, but they weren't really doing anything to progress it further. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, mm-hmm. they're actually having ways that you can mm-hmm. do all kinds of crazy stuff without spending. Well, they're spending a lot of money to research it, but they're not. Like you just need to. Uh, you can do it all digitally with a projector or something, or you don't need to do it like. Yeah. Because I think in the old days they had like two projectors or something at the same time or. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. The way I look at it is, if if you're going to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a 3D TV, that you probably are going to watch two percent of the things on it in 3D. Mm-hmm. You know, because if I have a 3D TV, does that mean I have to watch everything in in 3D, or yeah. or, or do I get the choice of watching it? Or and there are some things you don't want to watch yeah. in 3D. I mean, it's not like all the time I like. I gotta watch 3D movies all the time. Well, oh, sometimes I, I need to watch the news, and I have no desire to watch, you Jim know, Canal's face in 3D uh, or something. Which he's a local a, newscaster, so yeah, he got a little local yeah. there. <laughs> Apologies, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's. I don't see the point of spending the money for something that you're probably yes, not going to use all the time. I don't really, either. even if you have the choice to. I don't either. I, I just feel like it really is them trying to spend more money to, to make money. And oh, yeah. It it's going to backfire on them. Because yeah. I, I think at this point, because um, this was announced like a day after, it was announced Saturday, right after the previews for Avatar came came out and people were, 
eh, about it. Yeah. Like, a lot of people thought, well, the story... But I'll ask the other thing. A lot of people said, well, the story looks okay, but it looks like uh, Ferngully. <laughs> yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I'm just like, yeah, we don't need another Ferngully. We need... Yeah. But, you know, he has enough money to do whatever the hell he wants. Sure. And he's crazy enough to do it. Which, I mean, the guy gave us Terminator and Terminator 2. He's given us... Was it... Considerably, Aliens is considered better than the first movie. Mm-hmm. He's given us True Lies. Yeah. For the ladies out there, he's giving you Titanic. I don't know. I, I I hope that it's good. I, I really do because yeah, you know what they need. What he needs to do, <clears throat> and I know it's hard. Cause it sounds it, like he made a crappy movie and he knows it, and he says, "Well, maybe if I release it in 3D." then uh, people will kind of forget that it's a bad movie, but be like, oh, this is sweet, it's in 3D. Well, apparently it's always been worked out for 3D. I mean, that's yeah. that's why he's been working on it for a long time. Hmm. He's been trying to get the technology yeah. just right to do it just perfectly. So if it fails, they'll just say, yeah, we didn't get it quite right. And uh, $200 million has already been spent on the movie, and it's not even yeah. done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and no one it has... Seems to me, uh, we need to... Uh... That's called uh, duck and cover, man. From that <laughs> shit right there, yeah. duck and cover. But um, yeah. but um, but. So that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Um, going on. Yeah. Except for the con. Oh, except for next week is our hundredth episode. That's right. We might have something. No, no, we not. We might. We will have something very cool at the start of the episode next week. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact. It'll be so mind-numbingly confusing, it'll blow you away. <laughs> blow you away. <laughs> Just take our advice. Yes. If it blows you away too much, there is a fast-forward button. Yes. Yes. But if you can catch key phrases or words, uh-huh. that would also be super. First of all, you took the right classes. Yeah, if you took the right classes, you will know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> if not, well then, interesting. But, uh... Say lobby. Say lobby. <laughs> Sacre bleu! Uh, if you have a voicemail or comment for us, uh, 614-364-4088, goodbadgeeky at gmail.com or twitter.com. that would be pertaining to GBG Podcast, not Freedom Way, not .net. Yes, yes. And yeah. we'll, uh, if not this week, next week we'll record a new voicemail thingy or something and tell them this is not Freedom Way. Because mm-hmm. at that point, it's just getting really nerve-wracking. I'm really getting tired of people saying, are you Freedom Way? Like, actually, Tim Brady has been the only one. Well, the thing is, they've not heard the message. If you go, that's right. If you, yeah. I think, did we, do we mention this before the show, or did we mention it during the show? I think we mentioned it before. Okay, um, uh, we mentioned it before recording, but the voicemails we're gonna, the, what we got, we'll actually put all of them on the GBG fan flow. And just a heads up on that, they will all have the where the phone numbers are. They'll have these really annoying Star Wars blaster sounds, so you, aka, cannot like call these poor people and say, "What are you doing, calling them?" <laughs> <laughs> but um, but there's one guy, Tim Brady. He was very open on. He's like, listen, I, I, I don't think this is the right number, but maybe you guys aren't aware that this this group is using your number. Yeah. Um, just letting you know. I mean, he was really cool about, but everyone else is. And then, if you listen, one of the messages is really funny. They talked for about two minutes in, and in in I think was it Arabic. 
I don't and know. I didn't they speak in another language, but at one point, at the toward, like in the middle, towards the end, they think that we're TV personalities, which nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's right. But um, yeah, that will be on the GBG fan flow. Uh, you can Twitter us at twitter.com forward slash goodbadgeeky or John. They can do what? They can go to the gbgpodcast.com website and click on the contact us link to uh, contact us there. And also on the website is our as uh, the uh, contest. It should be in the top right hand corner, 100th episode contest. Get that in. We'll uh, we'll be taking it live up until the show next week when we're doing it, and we'll discuss yeah. it live on the air. And uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Get out of here with that cheese! You're a creep. Go away. We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers. Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?